only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the Good News Program, and the president of The Gearing Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the Good News Program. This is brought to you by The Caring Place. Yes, we have centers in Miami and in Broward, and of course, they're known as the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. You know, we've been reaching for the past 100 years. Yes, it's our centennial this year. We've been reaching out to the homeless, to the needy to the hungry, to the abused here in South Florida. I'm Marilyn Brummett. Usually you hear my husband open up this wonderful program, Reverend Ronald Brummett. But I am with you today, and co-hosting with me is Leanne Navarro, and she's our Senior Community Development Associate uh, here at The Caring Place. Leanne, I'm so glad you've joined me today. I am so happy to be here. And that 100 years anniversary, it is it's such a big deal for all of us, right? I'm excited to be here with you today. Well, n- you're not a stranger to the program because you do so many of the interviews uh, with our community partners. And I know a little later in the show, you're actually going to be interviewing one of our staff, which is a little different, but this is such a special week. Because this week, do you want to tell everybody what's really going to be happening here at the Caring Place? Absolutely. So all of our centers, Miami, Broward County, we are uh, going to be celebrating our Thanksgiving on Good Friday event. This is something that we do every year. But of course, because of the pandemic, uh, we were doing it in a different way. And Finally, in 2022, we are going back to the street. So it's going to be an outreach as we did it for many years before the pandemic. So we're all very excited because what that means is that we're able to reach out to even more homeless individuals that they don't have anywhere to go on this day. Uh, They're roaming the streets. They're looking for a place. They're looking for a place to change their lives for the better, right? And and we're excited to invite them. And we're going to be having a wonderful Thanksgiving meal with all the trimmings. That's why we call it Thanksgiving on Good Friday. We are going to be giving away bags with hygiene items. We're going to have haircuts, showers for everybody, uh, clothing, 
uh, Easter baskets for the children in attendance. These are the children from the low-income family and children at risk in our community and also the children from our centers, right? And it's going to be a food washing. We're mm. following the example of Jesus Christ, and we're doing that with Granada Church in Miami. We're so excited. And the whole thing, right, I mean, it, it's a celebration, but it's a celebration of how many people will make a decision to not sleep on the sidewalk anymore and actually enter one of our programs in Miami or Broward County. So I'm excited for that. I cannot wait. Well, you know, um, I love it when Passover kind of falls right on, you know, the exact day of, um, you know, Good Friday or Easter in this, uh, this year. Um, it's right there on Good Friday that Passover, uh, begins. And so uh, we celebrate all of that here at the Caring Place. We celebrate Good Friday, Easter, Passover. When I say we celebrate it, I really mean it, right, Leanne? Because I actually um, am the one that leads the Passover Seder. Um, yeah. I give the teaching uh, with it so that um, our residents know exactly what is happening and what it means. And we are so excited as we do that. Uh, so we celebrate it all. When we say we're Judeo-Christian, we really mean it. And uh, we make sure that that celebration is done and done with meaning. And, you know, what? Well, I'm so excited when you said that we're going to be able to do the foot washing because that has been a signature part of this outreach on the street for so many years. You know, I try to go back in my head and try to think when we started um, actually doing the celebration on Good Friday. And, and in the past, we had podiatry students from Barry University that came and actually did the foot care. Uh, but we started that a foot washing even before that. Um, and I remember Granada Presbyterian Church, they were my very first foot washers and uh, washers. And I, I, I'm just so excited um, that they've stuck with us all through the years. And I know in Broward, when we shut down the street there on the same day, uh, we have a church that will be coming or we have um, other partners that will be doing that. Is that right, Leanne? Absolutely. And not only that, in Broward, we're also adding a baptism. So we have a very special mm. uh, baptism that we're going to have uh, in Broward County. Right. And, and it's so special because, um, you know, of course, the significance of it. Right. But but our volunteers they actually even give a massage when when they when <laughs> when our guests are sitting down. I mean, we go the extra mile, right? We make them feel really special. Yeah, they, so their their shoulders are being yes. massaged <laughs> and their feet are being washed. Wow! Yeah! Yes. Wow! Wow! And, wow! That so, makes so everybody that's listening right now want to come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, we, we have all the volunteers ready. We're completely booked. Thank God, right? Uh, right now, we're asking our listeners, our supporters, if you want to help, uh, we still need help with Easter baskets. The deadline would be April the 13th. Uh, we need Easter baskets. We need uh, monetary donations. Of course, we serve more meals on this day than we usually do. Mm -hmm. So we're always asking for these special events for the support of our community. And I know... 
listen, if you want to do 100 meals, because it's our 100-year anniversary. Well, before you say that, Leanne, let's make sure we put it out there, because I know we've been um, putting that information out on the radio. Um, It started early this week that we have a group of all, um, of donors that um, came together and said, we'll match together 20,000 yeah. meals if you raise 20,000 meals. Now, that's pretty significant. It uh, is. It's double the impact. Oh, so we <laughs> want you to know that right now that your donation can be doubled but whatever that you give. And yeah. uh, right now, it, it, it still costs right now because we're just so, I, I guess we'll pat ourselves on the back here at the Caring Place that we're efficient with um, the cost because yeah. we do get donated food. So that's the reason we're able to do what we do. But it costs us about $2.10 sense uh, to serve one meal. So what we're asking you to is kind of break that down in your head and, and let's just throw out some numbers here. If you wanted to be able to uh, support 50 meals to feed uh, someone who's really hungry this Easter Passover season, uh, that'd be $105. Correct. Um, and what's some others that you already broke down? You know, if you want to do a hundred, two hundred and ten dollars, right? I mean, one hundred meals, meals for one hundred years of service. Yeah. Right? So that's two hundred and ten dollars. But you know what? If you're feeling generous, how about five hundred meals for a thousand fifty? Right. Wow. And, and I and I know we're gonna have a very special guest on the day of, mm. right? At the Miami Center. So wouldn't it be cool? I, I mean, and I don't know, Ms. Brumman, if you want to go ahead and give his name. Yeah, and, let's and do it. Yeah, let's, yes, people know when they listen to WIOD, they know um, Brian Mudd. He's actually going to be here on Friday, Good Friday, April 15th, uh, during our Thanksgiving on Good Friday outreach on the street. He'll be on the Miami campus. And I know he'll be on the radio all day long because we're, well, not all day long. He'll be on the radio with our share-a-thon during the event. Now, we are going to carry the share-a-thon on all day long because when you're trying to raise 20,000 meals, it takes a moment. Correct. (laughs) People have to wrap their head around that, and we'll be constantly telling you where we are in the process um, of that. And every time you give, we've got um, we got matching gifts that will match that. So I'm very excited about it. Uh, Brian was here two years ago before the pandemic on the street when we were out there, and it was such an exciting time. I mean, he was seeing it in person for himself. It wasn't just us telling what's happening. He was seeing it, and he was also telling the listening audience, this is what's happening right now. I'm seeing it with my own eyes. Um, I'm seeing that they are washing the feet. Oh, people are lined up. Oh, they're getting new socks. They're getting new shoes. Oh, my. The, the food is wonderful. The entertainment is great. The children are getting their Easter baskets. And you just can't, you know, you can try to explain it the best you can but when you're here it really does make a difference now the landing site to go to make these donations so that we can say hey listen we got a matching gift here we want you to go to caringplace.org slash radio that's caringplace.org slash radio let me say it third time caringplace.org slash 
radio and that'll allow that your gift whatever you give will be matched and i think that's so so important so if you say to me oh i can't i can't do 100 meals i can't do 50 meals well can you do 20 meals that's 42 dollars um so whatever you select whatever handle you select or a special amount you just say hey listen i can only give 10 dollars," and you go online and you do it okay well hey we'll be back and you'll be interviewing patricia mcfoy in just a moment Leanne, with more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. So excited we have on the line with us today our wonderful Patricia McFoy. Patricia, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's always a pleasure to be on to share of what's happening um, at our centers um, with our wonderful listeners. So it, it's such a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And and we're excited. I mean, um, we're, we're doing so many things, but we are celebrating something very special this year. 2022 marks our 100th year anniversary. So we're celebrating a centennial, right? I mean, this is, I, I, I have so many emotions, right? I, I think I talk about this almost on a, on a daily basis with people, with everyone that's calling or visiting our offices. How do you feel about this 100-year anniversary, Pat? Absolutely. I think it's also, I can say, emotional just to see that being here for seven years, um, just um, to know that I'm a part of an organization that's been here for 100 years. That is a long time, right? 100 years, centennial, I mean, 1922, um, they, uh, you know, it started um, in serving our community, the homeless of our community. Um, It's such a blessing to be a part of an organization doing that and continuing um, to seeing another another hundred years, right, in serving the homeless community. So I can say definitely a blessing, um, though I have some, it's emotional, um, but it's also very exciting to know um, that, you know, we're moving forward. It's growth. There's so many, so much uh, growth and um, so many people are being helped and transformed. I mean, that is so rewarding in so many ways um, for me and I'm sure for the organization as well. Absolutely. And everyone is excited. I mean, this is from the from our president, the Reverend Ronald Bromet down. Uh, everybody, you know, we the excitement of what we are doing, the fact that we get to work in a ministry that has been around for so many years. Right. I mean, uh, talking about change, transformation, the residents that come to us on a daily basis, men, women, children. Right. So many reasons why people become homeless. And when they do in Miami and also Broward County, to have this safe shelter, you know, this place where they can go and they can get help and they can change their lives for the better. And I know, Patricia, working in this organization, you seven years, I've been here for 10 years. We have so many stories, right? Um, I have many that have impacted me, right, that have created these memories of, oh, my God, what an amazing uh, transformation. Tell me, you know, have, do you have a special memory of someone that you're like, oh, my God, what a change. This is amazing. Do you remember anything special dear to your heart? I mean, I know so many. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And um, right now I am the community development associate and I also work um, alongside our wonderful faith partners. And um, one thing I remember is we have a wonderful ministry called the Crew Ministry, which stands for Christians ready, equipped and willing to put feet on evangelism, just going out there and reaching 
reaching out to people, not only um, that they do come to our centers, of course, to have a meal and shower and so so on, um, but we are able to go out and minister to them. And I remember ministering to this one guy and um, maybe after Saturdays or months after months that he never came in, but one day he decided to come in with us through the crew ministry and just seeing the transformation and him being able to be go through our program and being so grateful to our supporters or um, volunteers or donors um, and just seeing the transformation of his life is just amazing because now you can see the process of this person from being on the streets or homeless, right, and now coming into our programs, you really see the work that is happening at the Mommy Rescue Mission and Broad Outreach Center. So that is so rewarding in so many ways to me and so encouraging and motivating um, and I'm sure it was as well for those that actually did go out and experience it with us. So that's one of the things. And I mean, I have so many um, um, other stories, uh, you know, just um, uh, former residents or clients of our program that are now doing so well. I mean, graduated the program and secure housing and employment and reuniting with families, children. I mean, it's just so many stories, um, Leanne. Um, and, and this is just from my time, right? From the time that I've been here. And we've been doing this for over, well, a hundred years, right? Almost over a hundred years. We're already, what, April of um 2022. So almost over a hundred years. I mean, it's just amazing. And for the seven years I've been here, um, the amount of work or the amount of, um, 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 transformation I've, I've witnessed, I mean, it's just amazing. And it is all because of, um, you know, the support of our volunteers or, um, um, supporters, donors that come in and help us with this work is just amazing. And of Absolutely. course, staff. <laughs> and you know, it's funny that you mentioned that story because that also that impacted me as well. And I remember this gentleman actually days later asking about you, wanting to see you because she he knew that you were in part responsible right, for going out there mm-hmm. with the crew ministry and actually saving his life. And I'm going to say it, guys, you know, when we bring someone in that is on the sidewalk, you know, sleeping on the sidewalk or being homeless or whatever the reason, when you bring them into a program, right, when you tell them this is the place where you're going to change your life for the better, it's, it's saving their life, right? It's taking them out of the danger yeah. of the outside. So I remember him. I remember him asking about you. And yes. He wanted you to know that he was doing okay. And, and, and the that gratitude was- too, just seeing his face and um, the excitement and just just him being so happy and blessed to, you know, even though he rejected the offer to come in and get off the street for mm-hmm. maybe a few months, he shared that. And just to see when he did decide it, he was like, wow, I took too long to make that decision. That's right. And that, you know, so it's just, it's just amazing to see that, but. And that's usually what we get, you know, sometimes when I talk to our residents, the ones that want to share their story with me, right, that's usually what I hear. I waited too long. I should have come sooner. And, you know, it's crazy because my answer is always the same. I'm glad that you made it. It's not too late. You still you still have time, you know, as long as you're breathing, there is room for a transformation. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to do what I do. I know we both love it with so much passion, right? We, We we 
we talk to our donors all the time and tell them. Now, for the centennial, let's talk about that gala, right? Because we have to we have to celebrate in a big way. We celebrate every day. We celebrate change. We celebrate transformations. But we have to celebrate this wonderful year, which is our one hundredth. Um, Tell us a little bit about the gala, Patricia, and what we're doing. Yes, this is so exciting. I mean, we're so excited just being in the planning process of it. Um, but um, yes, we are celebrating our 100 year in serving the homeless community. And we are truly excited and um, to announce that we are having our yearly or annual gala. And this will be held at the Signature Grand in Davie um, um, County. And we are excited about that. It will be a wonderful gala um, just to celebrate the achievements of this ministry and also the work that we're doing in the lives of so many people um, and also to appreciate the many um, supporters and donors that come alongside of us. So we would love to have everyone celebrate with us. Uh, it is, of course, still in the uh, planning process and we are so excited about that, but it will be a great, great, great um, gala, um, centennial gala to celebrate this work. Um, I know there's so much more to add as far as information about tickets and so on. I don't know if you want to share a little bit more about that on how I do. everyone I do. can I, contact. <laughs> I want this call, this, I want this interview to be the verbal save the date, right? <laughs> so you're going to probably get it in the email. You're probably going to get it in the mail. I don't know. We want to inform everyone out there that care for the homeless, that care for what we're doing, that that support what we're doing to help the homeless individuals. So October 15th at the Signature Grand and Davy, which is a beautiful, beautiful location. Tickets would be available for sale as soon as the third week of April. And it's going to be $200 per person. But so worth it. I mean, this is an event that's going to be in the books, okay? Because it's 100 years. Yeah. So if you care, and I and and the whole you know the whole thing for us this year is I care. So if you want more information, if you don't get our emails, if you don't get mail from us, but you still support what we do, please get in touch with either one of us, Leanne or Patricia. Uh, direct number 305-572-2004. Ask us about the gala because we want to tell you more and more details so that you can join us. Patricia, thank you for the great work that you do. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Arbeet Centers. And Patricia McFoy, Community Development Associate for the Caring Place, also known as the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. <laughs> Patricia, I am so excited. I mean, we are so close to this wonderful event Thanksgiving on Good Friday, right? We yes, yes. I, I know we're missing a couple of volunteers in the Broward County uh, Center. So if you're listening and you want to volunteer at the Broward Center, uh, not Miami, Miami is fully booked, but Broward and Hollywood, we can still use a couple of, of volunteers. So if you want to, um, if you're available, this will be on Good Friday, April the 15th. Get in touch with us, Patricia or Leanne, and uh, we would be happy to give you more info. But what else do we need, Patricia, very last minute to get us ready and to have an amazing and successful event? Absolutely. So we are in need of Easter baskets. So that's usually our signature um, 
giveaway for the children around this season. Um, so we are still in need of some um, Easter baskets. So if anyone is able to purchase the ones that are already fully uh, put together um, or make some Easter baskets, that would be amazing. Those that can be dropped off at our center um, in Broward, located at 2056 Scott Street in Hollywood. So please, please, if you can help with that, that would be amazing. And in addition, of course, like Leanne mentioned, we are still in need of some volunteers for that. So please contact us. I can be reached at 954-620-4069 so that we can make sure that we get you the proper registration information to sign up to help us on the Thanksgiving on Good Friday. Yeah, this event is something that we do every year. Uh, it's all about seeing how many people will come in. We're going to have an amazing intake department. Uh, we're yeah. going to give information about how homeless individuals can find help. Uh, we're going to have hygiene items. Uh, we are going to have a clothing giveaway, uh, an amazing Thanksgiving meal with all the trimmings, okay? Uh, yeah. And also, of course, we have the Easter baskets for the children. I mean, the smiles and the... Uh, if you are a participant in any way, uh, and even if you're not here, but you want to make a donation, you want to send a, a monetary donation in the mail or you want to process it over the phone, we share pictures with you. We show you what happened so that you can see what your support, uh, you know, helped us accomplish, right? And we always, we're very good at following up with all of our donors and supporters. So if you can help, you that are listening, or if you know someone who wants to help, please, please have them connect with us. They can also go to our website if they prefer to do a monetary donation. And that would be www.caringplace.org forward slash Easter, right? Uh, because this right. is Good Friday. This is the Good Friday event. And, and you know, when, you, when, when we talk about a monetary donation, Patricia, let us share with our listeners how much is to sponsor one hot and nutritious meal for a homeless person. Yes, absolutely. If you can think of coffee, I mean, what we pay for um, coffee is a little bit more than what it would cost to sponsor a meal here for one person, and that's $2.10. $2.10. So um, by doing $10, you're sponsoring five meals. How amazing is that to know that you're making diff a difference in five people's lives, right? Um, it's just amazing. $2.10, we can't beat that. <laughs> so yes, if you can support. And then on top of that, we have organizations, right, that they will come alongside of us for these events and they will say, you know what? We're going to give you 10000 or 5000 and we, we're going to match dollar for dollar, right, of every donation that you guys receive from your uh, supporters. So imagine, and we always, this always, always happens for Thanksgiving on Good Friday. We always have a generous sponsor that would say, you know what, if you can find $5,000 from your supporters, we're going to match it. So it's kind of like double the impact, right? It's having right. uh, your money will double. Right. It's a win win. So like Patricia said, if you say, you know what, uh, I can do a hundred dollars. Hey, that's going to mean two hundred dollars. So we said it here, Patricia. I know we're both very excited. The team cannot wait. Uh, if you can yes. help with being a volunteer, Easter baskets, a monetary donation, please get in touch with us. Thank you for joining yes. us, Patricia. We love what we do and it shows. Thank you for joining us today. 
thank you so much for having me and thank you to our listeners and um, donors that are on today. Thank you. Well, once again, we're at that part of the program where we get to talk to someone who is going through life change. I'm Marilyn Brummett and I have with me Carlos. And Carlos, I'm so happy that you are here. You're sitting in front of me. You have a beautiful long sleeve uh, shirt on. You got a nice tie uh, you look like you could be representing um, any kind of company uh, in Miami-Dade, but you have a story that you would like to tell and share, and I think it will help someone who is listening today. So, Carlos, let's um, go back in time and, and tell me a little bit about your upbringing and uh, how you functioned in life. Uh, yes, Marilyn, it's an honor to be here. Um, I grew up in a um, very stable, uh, structured family. Uh, I was raised by my grandparents because my parents worked all the time just to keep us afloat. And uh, throughout the the years, I mean, we did pretty okay uh, until my teen years and I was introduced to alcohol and uh, that kind of stuck. I never really got into any other kind of drugs or anything like that, but uh, that was always there. Now, would you say that you were a functioning alcoholic, or was it just a social thing? Uh, no, I was a functioning alcoholic. I was able to separate uh, the work from the alcohol, but it was like the day's end always ended up with mm-hmm. alcohol. Yeah, the day's end. I've heard so many stories like that. Now, you you have you have a family. I mean, you got married. You had a business. Talk a little bit about that. Um, well, I got married early for most people. I was 23 and, um, I had, uh, twins, which I'm very grateful for. And, uh, we opened up a business, my wife and I, and, um, we did very well. Um, the dichotomy of the business changed. Uh, our clients kind of went different direction. So we found ourselves out of, uh, work both of us at the same time uh we went through our savings pretty quickly and it it got kind of rough uh not being able to get another job that brought in the same amount of money so um when the money ran out so did she and uh i fell into a very deep depression i was very angry Mm. i worked so many years i was married 24 years so Mm. I was very angry about the whole situation. Um, it's it's hard to get back. Right, and then the alcohol was already there. It was already there. It was yeah. constant. You know, that was the the day. Of the, at the end of the day, was alcohol. Now, did you actually find yourself homeless, or how did you actually come to the mission? I um, I found myself. Well, I went back to my uh, my father's house, which. Uh, was kind of tight in there and uh between that and the alcohol and we just didn't get along very well Mm -hmm. so he asked me to leave and i didn't have anywhere to go i didn't have any money so i ended up in the streets and i was um it was was a a shock that's tough so um I survived quite a bit of time, about two years. Wow. And uh, just odd jobs and helping out people. And, and, you know, I was able to stay in hotels, motels, 
sometimes I stayed in hospitals. Um, that's where they Baker acted me, and uh, because I just gave up hope. Just so, how did you find out about the mission? And then we're going to take a break. The mission came to me about uh, a young lady who came to me and saw me on the street, and she said, "Do you want to get out of the streets?" And uh, she said, "Go to the mission." Uh, she says there'll be a bus bus here at nine o'clock Monday morning. So I did that, and I went in there, and right away I I could see that it was uh, a place to be. It was a safe shelter. Okay, okay. I'm going to stop you right there, Carlos, because we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come right back to pick up that story. What happened to Carlos when he did come into the mission? And I think many that has listened to his story can feel some identification or know someone who's gone through that type of depression. We'll be back in just a moment with more of Carlos's story. Well, we're back with Carlos, and uh, he has told a little bit of his story. Now, you know, every story is different. Um, you can't just put everybody into the same shoebox, you might say. Um, people ask me sometimes what causes homelessness, and I say, well, look at the leaves on the tree, and then say for every leaf is another story and a different story. Carlos, um, you had the structured life. You had the, the life where you had the, you know, three, two house, the, the garage, the kids, um, paying for college, uh, you know, business, all of that. Um, but, you know, even even with all of that, things can happen. And because you had suffered with that functional alcoholism all even during that time, uh, when depression set in of saying all is lost, that was too easy to just fall into that. So we've come to that part of the story where, uh, as you said, like an angel came to you on the street and said, do you want off the street? You, were, you found yourself two years out uh, off and on on the streets. Um, I can't even imagine how you walked through those two years. But now you've walked into the mission. Let's pick up the story there and tell us what your experience was. Well, I walked into the mission and I met a gentleman. Um, he said that he could place me. Um, right away, I can see that what seemed to be a lot of commotion was a very well-oiled machine. It's a very structured. Everybody had a different level. And uh, I, I took to it. I mean, that's that's me. That's who I am. And uh, uh, I would mind getting into that business and helping them out, mm -hmm. you know, once I graduate. But mm. that's, you know, mm -hmm. to be seen. Um, but, uh, no, it, it, right away I felt safe. I wasn't out on the street. I didn't have to sleep with one eye open. Um, it, it, it really helped me a lot. I've always been spiritual, but I never had like religious, uh, structuring. Um, but I like it. It's, um, an eye opener. Uh, it's really so much there for you to have. Um, they, they help you do everything. So uh, all you got to do is just walk the, the, the paces. And, uh, so may may I say possibly that it's not so much as a religious uh, structure, but finding that God is is real and there's a relationship um, that you can have with Him. Do you feel more like that? Yes, I'm starting to to feel Him more in me in my life. Um, you know, I always prayed, you know, get me home safe. I was working late nights, and, 
Um, but you know, that's, that's not real, um, religious structure. That's, yeah, that's, that's not, that's no, not that's the personal just, relationship. No, that's okay. like just hopeful wishing. Um, but, uh, no, it's an eye opener, uh, learning about the Bible and everything. Uh, that everything that happens to everyone in life is already written there. So, you yeah, know. there's a lot of good uh, stories about uh, people who have, well, you know, we can look at the the uh, story of Moses or Abraham or any of the patriarchs and say, hey, they didn't start off so great either. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> they had some pretty rough starts. But uh, when God takes over, there is a change. Well, Carlos, um. It's amazing to to hear from someone like you to to say that, you know, you could have had it all. And then sometimes all, all that just seems to, it's like a rug just being uh, jerked from underneath you. And, and uh, you, you, where do you fall? And I think as people listen, many know that they might be one paycheck away from being homeless or um, they're, they're on the brink. Uh, but we want people to know there is always hope and there are different places that you can reach out to. Uh, for that help and hope. It's not always the Miami Rescue Mission. It might be somewhere else. But thank God for you, it was the Miami Rescue Mission. Yes, it was. And I'm honored to be there. Well, Carlos, thank you for sharing your story uh, with us today. God bless you. God bless you. Well, Leanne, that was a wonderful testimony from Carlos that he gave. And what we just want people to know that uh, these are real people that are going through a program and, and, and they've come in, they've come to the caring place really thinking many times that no one cares. And then they find out that people do care and they come for the meal and then they find out there's so much more. You had such a good interview with Patricia. Gosh, I got to give my hats off to you, Leanne. You guys can really talk. We are excited. I mean, we always, I always tell Patricia her passion is, is, is amazing. Uh, for what we do, you know, being here at the organization, me for 10 years, she's been here for seven years. I mean, I think we're, we get very excited, especially with the event coming up, um, you know, the centennial, the 100 year celebration. So much going on all the time, right? Uh, doing so much good in our community. So it's all about the happiness, right? All the excitement. <laughs> well, you guys have a lot of work behind the scenes. I mean, sometimes I know volunteers come and donors, uh, they come alongside of us and they kind of see what's being done. But really, people don't know the the work that happens behind the scenes to make it be organized, to make it uh, look cohesive. And we really want all these events to be done with the love of God. Um, this is this is showing God's love in truly practical ways, isn't it, Leanne? Absolutely, and it's all about that event coming up. You know, uh, when you when you're talking about Thanksgiving on Good Friday, uh, the Thanksgiving meal, the items they're getting, uh, the intake information. Are you ready to leave the streets? Are you ready to stop being homeless and actually join our program and be successful in the future? Right. I mean, the fact that once they join the program, they're almost taken by the hand by our case managers, guest service assistants, volunteers that come alongside of us. And and it's incredible, right? When we see the transformation, right? I mean, God knows. I don't want to, 
talk too much about things coming up, but we do have a graduation. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. When, as soon as you, I said, oh, I want to tell everybody. First of all, the program's called the Regeneration Program, and that's yeah. really when someone comes in. We don't have what we call rehabilitation programs. Uh, it's right. not about an old man. You know, we say in Scripture, it talks about the old man, you know, just if you just put on um, some new clothes on to him, that's not really a change, but the transformation really happens on the inside side. Um, and that's what we pray for. That's what we teach here um, at the Caring Place. And we call it the Regeneration Program because we believe in 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And it says become. In other words, it is a journey. It's becoming New, And that's what happens when they find out how much God loves them, that Jesus and we can say it here at Easter. Um, I don't I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, Jesus died on the cross uh, to give us a new life. He he paid the penalty for sin. And uh, we we teach that and say, you know, you might have a past. We all have a past. I have a past. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Praise the Lord. Um, I know now without a shadow of a doubt that God that Jesus God sent his son Jesus and he, he died on that cross he shed his blood and I have that purpose in life now that new life I don't have to dwell in the past the old man has passed away the old woman <laughs> the old girl because uh, you know a lot of the things that I did is growing up you know I'm not really proud of it you know, and I, I, it's not just issues. It was plain out sin. You know, I just, I disobeyed. I disobeyed my parents. I disobeyed God. And I had to, at one time in my life, I had to really confess, Jesus, I am sorry for what I've done. I need your forgiveness. And you know, that overwhelming, as soon as I said those words, I just felt the presence of Jesus come into my life. And that's what Absolutely. we see here mm-hmm. over and over. And so we really do need your help. I'm going to end with saying, please give. Help us reach this 20,000 meals. www.caringplace.org slash radio. And Leanne, we, we're just going to ask for prayers. And please let people go to caringplace.org slash radio. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you again next Sunday morning at 8 a.m. God bless you. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org.